Well, here we are, one year into our lovely podcast, Offbeat Tracks. I know. They said we'd never make it. And by they, I mean no one. No one, literally no one has said that to either of us. Has any, no one said that to you, right? Uh, no. Um, okay. But they were thinking it. Uh, they probably you, were. Like, anytime I would talk about the podcast, they were thinking, like, they're, yeah. they're not going to make it. No. Wow. Well, here we are. Yeah. One whole year. Can't stop us. Can't we hold us down. We thought we would do what all uh, shows do when they start their rapid decline in ratings and do a clip show. <laughs> <laughs> Except this isn't really going to be a clip show. <laughs> Um, Imagine it being like a 90s sitcom with like the little dream thing every time. Yes. And like one of us breaks the fourth wall. Oh, hi there. Didn't see you come in. (laughs) Exactly. You know, we've done 100 episodes now. Not really. But this is our 53rd. 53 episodes. Yeah. Um, Oh, so cool. So we're going to go back and talk about um, some things we've learned from doing the show and just some of our favorite moments and songs here and there. Funny stories. Yeah, um, you know, I'm going to kick us off by saying that one of my favorite episodes is still the very, very first one we ever did on Vanity. And what you didn't know about that, dear podcast listener, is that we had to record that episode, I believe, (laughs) three times. Uh, It was at least two. I I think it was three. I mean, we had some massive technical issues in our first couple episodes that um, we we just sort of kept quiet about and trudged on to seem like the professionals that we are. But we I think that we had to do the intro of that show at least three times. Yeah, that's actually... And and the bulk of the show at least twice. Yeah, I remember... Yeah, I almost... I should have put this as a moment. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we have (laughs) one entire whole episode that I think was actually really good and funny. And it just had clicks all in it. Yeah, we went back and listened to the playback and it just had all these like... It was like this pitter-patter all through it. It sounded like... It was very bizarre. Yeah, so then we fixed it. But it was funny because it was like the second time around, it was like... We're acting like we've never done this before. That's right. We totally didn't talk about this yesterday. <laughs> right, and we totally didn't say all this same stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, we that was only the the second time we've ever recorded at night. I guess that was the first time we recorded at night. But we've only we've only yeah. done two night recordings. And I think that was probably why. That set the precedent for how the <laughs> night recordings went. And from then on, we've just done it during the day. Yes. That mm-hmm. vanity thing, I mean, like, we did it so late at night, and then poor Danielle got home, and I was like, dude, I got bad news. This recording is unusable. We got to do this whole thing it's again. Okay. Yeah, I yeah I remember I was about to go to bed and you were like, "Let's record," and I was like, "You know what? I'm awake enough. We're gonna do it." And then, uh, yeah, and it, it worked out well. I, I also I, I feel like we should mention too in the our planning, like when we met to plan this podcast, because this was kind of like Danielle came to me about doing this show. Yes. This was this was her idea, and she came to me and she's like, "Dude, we should be doing a podcast about all this crazy music that we know and that we love." And I said, "Yeah, it's a good idea." So we had a lunch meeting about it, and we were like, okay, well, we got to pick a really good first episode. Mm-hmm. Who who do we pick? And Vanity had just passed away, and it was just such a logical choice. Mm-hmm. And we both loved her so much. Yes. So it was... It, it, was, it was a perfect choice. It had to be. Uh, my first moment is also about um, that same exact episode. Oh, really? Yes. That was amazing how you did that. <laughs> um, my first moment on my little list was discovering that vanity song that I'd never heard, which was Vibrator. Mm, yes. And like, of all the songs I've learned in the past year that like you knew that I didn't know, that's the one that I play the most. Like I play it all the time. And if I hear it, I may not like, be like, I need to hear Vibrator right now, but Vibrator will come on. And it's on repeat for like two hours. And I'm just going around. I'm like, what do you want? Oh, that's I love it so God, I am much. busy. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. I know. It's I so good, it isn't it? so much. So that's like the one I think probably of all the songs I've learned from you this year, the one that has stuck with me the most. And I just keep loving it more. Yeah. 
And I think on the second episode of that retake, I had to pretend like I hadn't heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Quite the actress you are. I know, yeah. Meryl Streep over here. You used to take me with you. I used to be your best friend. Now I'm just a plaything. An ear-feeding female sex machine. We could take a hike, mister. Could be the poorest excuse for a man I've ever seen. Eat your heart out, sucker. I actually have a whole list of songs that I discovered from this show, some thanks to you and some thanks to my own research that yeah. I did not know before we did the episodes, but I'll get there. I think I'll save that for the end. Um, something that we've definitely never talked about um, on the air, quote unquote, when we were having our first planning meeting, we were kind of talking about the different sorts of shows we should do. Yes. <laughs> um, we were talking about, you know, how we can call, throw in cool trivia about artists that people know, but they might not know about that artist. Yeah. And uh, Danielle joked that she thought that Rod Stewart's real name was something like Hillary Dundee. <laughs> Hillary Dundee. Because I just went back to my first day show notes and I wrote Hillary Dundee question mark. I was like, why did I? Oh, right. I and so, yeah, Hillary Dundee for a while there was just sort of like this ubiquitous just name for any person whose name you didn't know. He was I tend to Dundee. do that. I tend to just make up names for people. Like, I really thought that Rod Stewart's name was not Rod Stewart. She was like, no, Rod Stewart's not his real name. His name's something like Hillary Dundee. <laughs> his name is I was, Rod I was, Stewart. I was like, Hillary Dundee? <laughs> Who the hell's name is Hillary Dundee? I don't know. It was the first thing I came up with. Because doesn't he look like a Hillary Dundee? I and mean, also, how dumb of a name is Rod Stewart? Like, that can't be real. Anyway, um, turns out that was a fake news fact. <laughs> His real name is Rod Stewart. <laughs> I forgot about that. And not Hillary Dundee. <laughs> My second moment is from episode three, The File 13, when, we, when I totally like internet stalked and found David Witz, one of the guys who did that song, and I was like, oh my god. David Witz, you're awesome. We did this podcast. And of course, he like doesn't do anything involving this anymore. Like File 13 did like two things. Done. And he like heard it and he was like, oh my God, this is awesome. And he like sent us this big email about like the story of the song. And I was like, this is the coolest idea we've ever had. We're just hanging out with David Witz, who's just a guy in Philadelphia now. And So this moment is on my list also. Okay. I figured and it had to be. I have to give, again, some background info that we've not talked about on air with this. Because I don't believe... I, we might have brought this up when we recorded the next episode. Maybe. But we've never read the letter on air, so I'm going to read the letter. And I want to give ah. the background of where we were. So Danielle tweeted... At David Witz, found him on Twitter. And this this is not like somebody who had 500,000 followers. He just he was very small, small following. She's like, dude, I think I found David Witz. I am at an amusement park in Ohio as all this is going on. <laughs> so she's giving me updates, <laughs> texting me and going, uh, well, we've just been visited by somewhere in Philadelphia, which I think is where he lives. So he's listening to it and is either about to sue us or write us back. And so I'm going, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. And I'm like in line for roller coasters. I'm there with a friend and I'm trying to explain to him why I'm kind of freaking out. And he just he's kind of like, uh, OK, he did, you know, whatever. Um, but then we get this email from David Witz and it was just like a total load off. And it felt so it was nice to feel such validation three episodes in for us doing this show. So here was the note he wrote us about File 13. If you've never heard the song, by the way, go listen to this episode. Uh, But here was the note he wrote us. Mm -hmm. It says, hey, Max and Danielle, just heard your taste so good episode. Here's a bit more background. Phone sex lines made their debut in New York City in 1984. They were recorded messages, not interactive with live operators as they are today. 
I was a radio advertising producer at CBS Records at the time, and Doug was an audio engineer at Clack Studios, where I made most of my commercials. We became fast friends when I did my first session with him in 1979. One day, a voice actor I worked with came to the session with a flyer he had torn off of a 6th Avenue lamppost advertising phone sex. We called the number, laughed our heads off, and recorded a bunch of the messages off of the phone line. We cut the voices up, sprinkled them over a drum track that Doug came up with, and there we were. Profile Records signed us and sent us to Quadrasonic Studios to make a real record from the rough cassette we played for him. My cousin, Dan Witz, now known for, quote, Birds of New York and other street art projects, added some ominous synth. I suggested the name File 13 because it sounded dark and secretive. I had worked at the Chicago Daily News before coming to New York, and a File 13 was newsroom slang for trash, as Danielle had said. So there you go. <laughs> he does cool? go on a bit longer, and you can read the whole thing on our website. But yes, it was amazing to get that validation. Yeah, it's um, yeah, and I, I you know, fun. I've loved that song for so many years too. So and there's no information about it. So I really feel like we did our due journalistic diligence, and like we finally got the the true story of File Thirteen and got it out there. So yeah, I, I what I love about it, that's still one of my favorite episodes in general. It's like funny and it's silly and it's, it is. It's really fun and it's honestly one of our most offbeat. I think I like to watch. All, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm Tammy. <laughs> that's um, right, good old Tammy. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, it's one of our most offbeat episodes. I think it's truly so offbeat. Yep. And then to get that is yeah, that's that's one of our favorite episodes. So if you haven't listened to episode three, you definitely should. It's really short and it's very sweet. I like to watch whatever you desire. Let's give each other a good time, okay? If you've ever listened to any episode of this show, you know Danielle makes me laugh a lot. And she's very, 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 very funny. And oh, thank you. gets and to looking. me sometimes. <laughs> um, and I was going back and listening to some of part of the parts where I know Danielle had been super funny. And I, I there were a few I that I... coming. Well, there were, very, there were a few that I had totally forgotten about. And I bet you don't. One that I it didn't even really like make me laugh at the time. But in retrospect, it's so funny. Uh, when we were doing the Poby episode... And we mentioned Funky Romeo, and we had talked about Marky Mark, and you were like, dude, it's about Marky Mark. That blew my mind. That was hilarious, but that blew my mind. Yeah. Um, there's another one uh, from the Hate Songs episode. Do you know the, what I'm talking about? you remember the no, Hate Songs? Is, okay. Yeah. I so, oh, I'm sorry. This is Hate Songs Part 1. This was back at, like, episode 10, when yeah. the goal was we tried to come up with a song that we thought the other one would hate. Oh, God. <laughs> and Danielle's pick for me was the Sticks song, <laughs> Too Much Time on My Hands. And I was like, well, I don't really hate this song. And uh, Danielle was like, I don't know. It's just like late sticks. It was like from the 80s. And it's she's like, it was so sticks. But they were like, we're still here, but we're going to be cool. And that made me, <laughs> I don't remember saying that, that at me, all. I tried to isolate the audio, but I was laughing over top of it. And you can barely hear it. So. Maybe that's why I don't remember it. <laughs> but it was funny. That's but, really funny. I mean, there is definitely one moment that stands in legend for Danielle making me laugh. Uh, that's Yeah, that's actually my last on here for the yeah. end but well, you're gonna do it i've I got it. the clip and we're gonna listen to it so here it is <laughs> this is uh from the jelly bean episode yep. by the way i should <laughs> yeah. preface and we're trying to figure out the timeline of when madonna dated jelly bean mm-hmm. and what she gets together with sean penn in what 85 
So, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so he's probably with her, you know, 82, 83 to 84-ish. So it had to have run right up to Sean Penn, which is interesting. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you would pick Sean Penn over Jelly Bean. Because Jelly Bean's a looker, man. Yeah, Sean Penn can't write songs. I'm sure he he's does. He's just a political activist. <laughs> I can see Sean Penn with, like, a douchey guitar, like, oh, the dolphin's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> You can see that though, can't you? You can totally see Sean Penn doing that right now, outside of like his Malibu beach home. (laughs) Oh, Sean Penn's debut hit single, The Dolphin's Feelings, (laughs) dropping December 2016. What a cuck. (laughs) Oh my god. Anyway, that's who Madonna chose over <laughs> Jelly Bean Benitez. That was so funny. Okay. Are you, are you... I'm okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are not here to talk about Sean Penn and the dolphin's feelings. <laughs> the feelings of various sea creatures. <laughs> <laughs> he, took, oh, man. he took it really hard when you read that article about the Great Barrier Reef almost dying. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He, he took it so hard, he decided to make Shanghai a surprise. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. I just could not keep it it's together. Like, I actually re-listened to that yesterday because I was like, is that like actually what happened in my memory? And it totally was. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like solid two minutes of you just losing it. I couldn't and help then, it. It was funny. And then you threw in the Shanghai surprise joke and then I lose it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we could not get our shit together for poor Jelly Bean. <laughs> was, yeah, that's, that's a fantastic moment. Uh, it's so good. So I want to mention, I guess, a couple of songs that I've I've wrote down five that I've just are songs that I picked up either through doing research or that you brought to the table that I had never heard before we started doing mm. this show that I listen to now. Um, so kind of my own top five. Uh, number five, I'm going to give to Falco for Falco Rides Again. I, I have a mention of that one later. Yeah, well, with Bolin and Bolin and whatnot, because I didn't know the goddess connection. That was great. Um, Number four, I will give, um, and I, I knew about this, but I hadn't listened to it crit- like critically. So I gave that to Dead or Alive's cover of That's the Way I Like It, which oh, I had yeah. heard before. But really, when you put that in the scope of their career and the time and how brilliant that was, that's, that's just incredible. Um, number three, this one was all you. I'm giving it to Lips Inc.'s Hit the Deck. God, they're so good. Which, Hit the Deck is unreal. Um, I listen to that when I'm like going to turn the lights on in the studio at work. Like when I'm getting my stuff ready for work, that's hit the deck is like my, my, my getting ready song. I like that. Uh, my number two, I got to give to peeping Tom Rockwell. I mean, I, I had never heard anything from Rockwell's second album. I was obsessed with his first and his third, Mm -hmm. but when we discovered that second album doing research for this show and peeping Tom, I was like, dude, what is this amazing track? And number one, um, an artist that I loved my whole life who had a career that I didn't know about until we researched the episode, uh, Taylor Dane and her, her first two singles that she released as Les Lee. Oh yeah. Before Taylor Dane specifically, I'm the one you want there after, after we discovered I'm the one you want, I tracked down a copy of the 12 inch and there was just a solid, I would say six months where every day when I left to drive to work, I turned that song on. Wow. It's just a fantastic song and I cannot get enough of it still. That's pretty good. And I would not know it if it were not for the show. 
There's a probably the other one I listen to a lot, other than Vibrator. Really, just that entire Goddess album is oh, yeah. very good. Like it just works, and I love it so much. I will go ahead on this moment since you mentioned Falco Rides again. And this is an extracurricular story, anyway. This is right after we recorded the Falco episode. And Max was like, into Falco Rides again because it's ridiculous and why wouldn't you be? Falco rules, duh. Um, and I had had this whole like boy trouble issue. And this is like a story about how awesome Max is. So, like, I had this boy trouble issue. Do you remember this night? And I was just, like, upset, and I was like, I can't be home right now. Uh Like, I can't be where I am. I can't be home. It's like, I got to go somewhere else and be distracted. And so Max was like, oh, no, sudden you're watching TV, whatever. I'm like, that's fine. That works. That's enough of a distraction. I'll be over it tomorrow. And then I came here, and I was, like, upset. And then it was fine. And then, like, the next day or two later, like, Max was like, he was like, are you feeling better? Is Falco riding again? By the way, now I think of every time I hear Falco rides again, is Falco riding again? Oh, man, that's funny. And I was so happy that you learned about that song so you could dish that at me and just make me feel incredibly better about the whole thing. So even when I like want to be sad about it, which I'm totally not anymore, like I always think back to is Falco riding again and I can't be because it's so dumb. And oh, that's so awesome. I had no idea. That's hilarious. And yes, Falco is riding again. So we're Falco good. always rides again. Yes. Falco rides again. Vienna, El Paso, Winter Tour, Frankfurt, Schwabening, Rio, Kitzbühel, Liverpool, Bali, Vladivostok, the Ponderosa, I really enjoyed the Sexy Songs um, edition, episode 30. Ah, uh, yes. When we managed to not combine our lists, but my number two was your number one. Yes. And that really threw me off. And like in retrospect, you were looking at me weird when I like presented my number two. That's and I was right, because like, I didn't tell you right away. Yeah, I almost that's true. was like, do you not like this song? Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure that we used to listen to this song and enjoy it together. Like, and then yep. I realized that was why. And that was really funny to me that we were on that level. That's right. Uh, have have our lists ever overlapped again since then? No. I don't. Yeah, which is really surprising. Yeah, I, that is kind of weird. I think it's because we keep ours kind of broad. Yeah, which is good, I guess. Yeah. But it's it is still weird because I would say that our frame of reference is that you know it, there's a there's an overlap. Exactly. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that's interesting. And I guess but our, you're right. That's the that's the one time that's happened. That's a good moment. Yeah, that was really funny. Good old Kylie Minogue. It's the sexiest. Oh yeah. Slow down and dance with me. Yeah. Slow. Skip a beat and move in my body. Yeah. Slow. Come on and dance with me. 
And my last one, which is, I don't know if I've ever told you this, and I think I've meant to tell you this for like six months, but I just haven't thought about it. Uh, protest songs, mm-hmm. episode 20, I mm-hmm. believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really funny because we mentioned a whole bunch of protest songs. And one of them that we mentioned just offhand was the Cranberry Zombie. Oh, yes. And we were like, yeah, that's a protest song. We didn't even talk about it all that much. But when you go out to bars to karaoke, people always do zombie, even though it's always bad to do that in karaoke. I don't know why people do. It never, it's never good. But someone does it at every single karaoke. And I was there with my friends at a karaoke, and someone was doing zombie. And um, this is my friend Evan, who is fantastic, who used to listen, but I don't think he does anymore because he has no idea what the hell we're talking about, and he can't be bothered. But anyway, he was listening still up to then, and Zombie was on, and he was like, hey, I heard on a podcast that this was a protest song. <laughs> and I just looked at him. <laughs> I was like... Really? It must have like, been a very informative podcast. He was like, uh, I think that might have been, like, my podcast. Like, did someone else... And he was like, oh, shit. It's <laughs> like, yeah, so now anytime we hear Zombie, he always goes... Hey, do you know this is a protest song? <laughs> it's like the whole thing now. So yeah, when my friend quoted my podcast to me was pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, you know you've made it win. Oh yeah. Yeah. Before we wrap things up, there is someone that I think we need to say thank you to who we have not thanked since like episode two. Yeah. You know who I'm going to say? Absinthe. Mr. Absinthe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mr. Ethan Absinthe Gray himself for writing our lovely theme music. He did that as a personal favor to me and really I just cool. I just love him. He is a wonderful, wonderful person and his music is fantastic. He's just, uh, he's either about to release or he has just released um, a new album. Um, he definitely has a couple songs out from it, so check him out. He's on Bandcamp, Absinthe. That's Absinthe with a three on the end instead of an, uh, an E. Um, mm-hmm. Check him out, and we'll definitely link him on the show page. So thank you again, Ethan, for our lovely theme music that has played, you know, 52 times two times now. <laughs> the beginning of, <laughs> it's been a lot. Beginning and the end of every episode. Um, so um, I have I have a little one-year uh, podcast anniversary gift for you. Oh, God. I saw this out, and it was such a clean copy of it, and it, it made sense. I had to buy it for you. Oh, so. Jesus. Well, I brought you a Diet Coke. Does oh, that count? Oh, yes, that does. Oh, my God. Do you have that? No. Oh, sweet. I, th- I thought no. for sure you had it. I know. You, well, tell them what think... it is. Oh. They, they can't <laughs> I'm see. I'm sorry. I'm too busy about to make out with the cover. It is um, from episode eight. Oh, I think it's episode eight. Something like that. My future husband, Adam Ant, the strip album. Which is very good. Don't listen to anyone else. Yes. It's very good. Anyway. It's on vinyl. and It's on vinyl. And oh it's a very God. clean copy. I, I had to get that for you when I saw it out. Oh, my God. It's so stupid, and I love it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Happy podcast anniversary. Yes. And um, here's to another year. Yeah. You know, I was really worried that we were not going to have enough material to even do 10 episodes of this show. And yet here we are. And now it's like every time I think of a new episode idea, in the phone it goes. Yep. <laughs> and so, yep, yeah, we're not planning to go anywhere, folks. So thank you so much if you've been yeah. listening to us. 
Uh, we really, really appreciate it. And, you know, send us episode ideas. We love hearing from you. We love oh, your feedback. Yeah. So thanks for nice emails and tweets and whatnot. And uh, we want to keep doing this. So if you want us here, reach out to us and, and talk to us because we love hearing from you. Yeah, we love it. Thank you. Guys. We'll be back with uh, a normal episode next week. Well, as normal as any of these episodes ever gets. And uh, uh, yeah. Until then, you can uh, reach out to us on our website, which is offbeattrackscast.com. We are also on Twitter at Offbeat Tracks. Yeah. Email us, tweet us, check out the old episodes. Yeah, stalk us. We love that. We'll be back next week. Until then, I am Max. I'm Danielle. See ya. See ya.